2: This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812.
1: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. Scott Furrow with you today on this incredibly crazy windy day. Ladies and gents, hold on to your hats because the first Santa Ana win event of the season is making its
2: presence felt kind Of used to it though. Um, I'm normally from uh, the Alamo
1: Valley, so the wind gets pretty high, and uh, I've seen trees come up, so but uh, this is this is okay. It is a crazy windy day out there. I hope that you are keeping it safe, that you are avoiding uh, flying debris and other things, and I hope that you're having a great day. You can join our conversation by calling me at 888 528 2557. 888 528. 2557. Here's a question for you. We're thinking about the wind. What do you do to make sure that you're safe? But a bigger question is, how are the winds of change affecting your life? When you see winds go on like this, do you get contemplative about your life, about what maybe God is doing in your life, about things that are changing? I do. I definitely do. Tell me what uh, what comes to mind at a windy day like this. 888 528 2557 is the number. You can also send me an email, socallive at kkl.com. Um, and uh, maybe the wind has affected you. Maybe you've got a story of uh, something scary that happened. Uh, maybe something happened to you. I hope that you're doing okay. That The truck's blown over. We see this on the freeways. Have you seen this? Uh, one time I remember it got so windy that, and I was on uh, the 60. And trucks on both sides were just completely blown over, and it was it was like I, I, it's hard to even explain. And I've seen several clips of that. Um, and I can also tell you that my sinuses are raging today. I feel a lot better now, but for most of the day, man, my head was pounding, and uh, it was it was kind of crazy. So the um, the winds might be affecting you that way. I hope you're doing okay there. I was at my community group last night, my small group at uh, my church. And during it, something hit the side of the house, just bang, all of a sudden. And the funny thing to me was, you know, it was windy. You could hear it outside, but it was a pretty loud bang. And the host didn't uh, didn't move. <laughs> he didn't get up. He didn't go do anything. And I thought, well, that's kind of funny. And we all kind of laughed. And everyone said, well, aren't you going to go check that out? It was clear that something had hit the house, that that wasn't a door slamming or, or something. And I said, Nah, I'm not too worried about it. And I thought, well, it could be some damage out there. I would definitely go out there. And so I said, you know, uh, maybe something's broken out there. No, nah, I'm not worried about it. I said, well, maybe it's some kind of coyote or wild animal messing around. You probably should check. It was dark already by the time this is going on and uh, no checking. So I said, well, could be a burglar. <laughs> and now, so now they go check. And uh, he comes back. He says it was a ladder, a ladder. had hit the side of the house. And then he said, I don't know where the ladder came from. That's how crazy the winds were. Some ladder blowing through and uh, hits the side of the house. And uh, I thought, well, it must have come off that truck that randomly drops off ladders every day on California freeways. If you notice that? There's a truck that goes around and it takes the ladder, it takes a ladder and just drops it off on any freeway here in Southern California. Anywhere you go, if there's a traffic jam or something, it's probably because a ladder uh, is right in the middle of freeway. I don't know why it's always a ladder, it's always an object in the road. It's a ladder. Well, the ladders are flying, my friends, through the air today. And uh, so I hope that you are being careful. And then he didn't do anything with the ladder. I said, well, maybe the burglar is using it to get on the roof and break in the upstairs. And everybody sort of chuckles. I said, could be a serial killer. And then my wife poked me in the ribs. And then I stopped. How is the wind affecting you? Do you have any stories for today? 888 528 2557. Maybe if you want to get a little deeper, how are the winds of change blowing in your life? Uh, I think that there are lots of things that are changing. Maybe you've gone through something recently or you're going through something now and you just know that God is doing something to to bring great changes. How are you dealing with that? 888-528-2557 if you want to share your story. <clears throat> there are, of course, other things that people are worried about. They're worried about fires. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was driving in and I thought to myself, this was yesterday the day before, I thought to myself, it doesn't seem like we had that many fires this year. Good for us. And now these winds are blowing, so hopefully that is not going on. This is from uh, L.A. Fire Department. Oscar Chavez was interviewed on KTLA. He said this. Ladies and gents, hold on to your hats because... That's not what he said. This is what he said. We're hoping that these, that these rains that we had a few days ago or uh, about a week ago
3: still have everything pretty wet. But nevertheless, wind can significantly increase the size
1: of a fire. Yeah, the winds can go... You know, the wind can drive a fire so fast. And of course, you know that that's a big danger here in Southern California Ed, and what might be happening here uh with all of this. How is uh, the wind affecting your life? And are you taking some some preparations other than flying ladders? I know out there there are uh, there's lots of debris. I was walking my dog and I thought I got to be alert. There can be branches. It was at night last night. There could be branches flying through the air, all kinds of things that might come and uh, and hit me one way or the other. And uh, so you got to be really, really careful. And uh, the fire department had this to say. Objects falling, any trees breaking, anything that isn't tied down in their backyard, for example, like a trampoline, any kids' toys, things like that. Um, you know, weigh them down if you can. Uh, any power lines that go over your home, just be aware that they're there and be ready for any power to just... So uh, be careful about that, and uh, you know power outages happen, especially if you got the power lines above. I think uh, if you are in a neighborhood where they're underground, you don't have to worry about it so much. Uh, but there's a lot going on with the wind, um, toys, branches. I went outside just to check to see what kinds of things um, might be uh, blowing around. So you got to be got to be careful out there. I think it's important. The wind changes things, right? It can really make wreak havoc, and of course, figuratively speaking, we talk about winds once in a while, and uh, the winds of change. Do you ever uh, hear that phrase? Um, I, I like that phrase. There's a couple of songs that talk about it. It's a, it's a, it's a good phrase. I think we, we understand what it means. Do you ever look back to see where phrases like that come from? I love doing that. It's like, why do we say that? Somebody was the first, right? Somebody was the first person to talk about winds of change. And um, I looked it up, and it turns out that phrase is really old. And the first known person that they have found that, they being the people who go back in time and find these things. There's a they. There's a they out there who this is their job. As somebody said, winds of change, where'd that come from? And they get right on it. And uh, they look it up and they found it, uh, whoever they are. And uh, it came from a play called The Libation Bearers. And it was written by uh, Aeschylus. I think is how you say his name. He is the father of Greek drama. And the first time they found that phrase, the winds of change, comes from a play he wrote in 458 BC. How many of you were around in 458 BC? I think that there's some people serving in Congress who were around back then, but most of us were not. And uh, here's the phrase that says this Zeus at last may cause our ill winds to change. That's, you know, it's not even exactly winds of change, but that's the first idea where they thought, well, they have that there. And the idea is that the winds are. are kind of unpredictable. You don't know for sure what's going to happen when it comes to the wind and the winds of change. It's kind of just, you realize that something is going to change. Do you think about those things when there is, when there is a great windstorm and maybe you're going through a windstorm in your life? You want to share that story? Give us a call 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host, and the number is 888 528 two five five seven and let's go with uh octavio and harupa harupa valley how you doing octavio
2: i'm doing good hey um so so you're talking about the winds uh you know you, you hear them at night just beating down the house right and i got three little ones so you know it brings that fear like hey dad what's going on outside so i just tell them, hey it's okay you know you can hear the beat of different stuff just just hitting right and i yeah. and, uh, think falling over and and it, it, it takes me back to, like, um, it, the winds, once they calm down, it, it, it clears things up. You can see clear, and mm. Even though it's, it's, it's scary, um, it clears things up. And uh, it took me back to, like, Solomon in the morning as I was driving. I, I go down the 15 to the 91, so you feel a car shake. And I'm like, man, what are we really chasing, right? Are we chasing winds? So it just it, it calms things down, you know, just hearing the winds, how strong God is, you know. Because you make the winds. Well, you know, as much as we want to hate on it's like, hey, you know, it just shows his power. And I'm like, man, Lord, like, help me not chase wind, you know, and uh, just keep us safe.
1: I think that's a great way to look at it and uh, that it clears things up. Like at the other end, if you're experiencing change in your life right now or you know that change is coming, sometimes you don't know where that's going, right? But at the yeah. end of it, it sure is clear out, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. It, it clears things up. All right, Octavio. uh, Thank you. Yeah, great call. Thank you, Octavio, uh, for that. And, uh, you know, great thing, I think, maybe to talk to your kids if your kids are nervous about the the wind or you're nervous about it. There's there's definitely an illustration here, right? Um, The Bible actually um, says a lot about it, uh, about the wind. It uses this phrase a lot because it's something that comes from... Uh, that you're not exactly sure what it is. Jesus says this. He says, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear it sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. And then he says, so it is with everyone born of the Spirit. He says this when he's in the conversation with Nicodemus about how to be born again. And a big part of that is that whenever there are changes that are coming in our life, and they're coming from the Lord, if it's coming from, you know, the Spirit of God— We don't know where it's coming from, when it's going to hit, when it's going to happen. But Octavio's point, I think, is really great that at the end of it, it sure does clear things up. Christy and I, you know, we've gone through that in the past uh, couple of years, really for a long time. We've known that God has got changes in store for us in our life, and uh, that ended up bringing us here to L.A. and this program, ultimately. So things are very clear now. We know where our kids are going to school. We've got a plan for the next few years, but I'll tell you what, you know, a year ago... We knew God was doing something. We weren't sure what the call was going to be. We didn't like the high school options for uh, my 13-year-old who'll be in high school next year. We just had no idea what we were going to do there. And uh, we learned from the COVID that the uh, homeschooling is, is not in our wheelhouse, that that would not be a, a really good thing for us. Um, where is the, how the winds of change affecting you, or how is even this windstorm affecting you? Maybe you've gone through something today, but how does it affect you when there's wind? What kind of things do you think about? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven 528 to join our conversation here. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. 528 2557 And I was talking about Octavio's call where he talked about how at the end of the day, it's so clear. And I'll tell you what, that's where it is in our life right now. You know, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. God doesn't promise that to anybody, but it took a long time for things to clear up. I've been thinking about that this week a lot because of the winds and because of the rains that we've got. It sure is beautiful here in San in uh, Southern California after that. I love it when you can look out and you can see the mountains and you can see even if there is some snow. We got some snow on the tallest peaks over the uh, weekend. Uh, last weekend it rained. And, you know, I think that there is something that's just so remarkable when it blows out all the haze and all the smog and whatever else is floating around in the air. And it's just very, very clear. There's part of trusting God that happens when you realize that God can just blow all the stuff out of the way, but it takes some time. And that, you know, that stuff's going to come back. Like right now, I can look out the window of the studio and I can see the mountain out there and it's as clear as day. It's great. It's great. But there are times when I look out there and it's smoggy or it's hazy or even just cloudy and I can't see it. And uh, it's much nicer to see it. The thing is, is that I know it's always there. Do you know that God is always there in your life, even if you? And He's always got a plan. He's always got a plan. He just doesn't always tell you about it. Um, and that irritates people. You know, as a pastor. So many people ask me, "What's God's will for my life?" And usually they mean you know, what job should I have? Should I marry this person? Should I, you know, should we have kids? Do I need to move? You know, those kinds of questions. And I get that. The thing is, is that we often, we really don't know God's will for our life, usually until it's played out. We have to trust him that there is a plan and that his word is a light to our path. And we use his word to grow stronger in him. But the thing is, is that light to the path, it helps keep our path straight, but it doesn't show us everything that's along the way. It's not something that's going to show us everything. Uh, and God does that because he wants us to trust him. But that is, that is the a basis of our relationship with the Lord is trust. It's having faith. If God just told you everything that was going to happen in your life, if you were born and your birth certificate had an expiration date on it, you knew you were gonna, when you are going to die, and you knew all the stuff, you know what you'd do is you'd tip your hat to the Lord and say, thanks God, and then you would ignore him. Because you wouldn't have to worry about anything, you wouldn't have any any need to lean on the Lord. Your your reliance on the Word of God, your reliance on developing your relationship with the God, with God, all of those things go away if you are if you just happen to know everything that God's going to do. I think that's the reason He doesn't tell you. You know, Deuteronomy uh, twenty nine twenty nine tells us that the secret things, uh, some things are revealed, but the secret things belong to the Lord. There are there are things that God's just not going to tell us in our life. And you're going to pray, God, what's, what's your will for my life? And God's going to say, it's none of your business. And that's not the response that we want, but uh, that's the response that we get. But as you go through, through life, you realize something. You realize that actually uh, he does let you know eventually. Eventually the wind blows out all the clutter and the fog and the smog and whatever is there. And uh, you find out. How is God doing that in your life right now? You got a story, maybe a time in your life when uh, things were unclear and then God just sort of unfolded everything and it revealed for you? Give us a call. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. Number is 888-528-2557 if you want to join our conversation. 888-528-2557. You can also send me an email, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. Um, There is... A lot to say. Also, wind is uh, the same word is often used for the spirit of God. It's how God is working in the world, and you find things throughout the Scripture uh, about the wind and a blowing. You got to be very careful how you use it. Okay, there's there is uh, warnings in the Bible. The Book of Ecclesiastes, one of my favorite books ever. You got to read the whole book. Don't just read like the first three chapters. You'll be depressed. You got to read the whole thing. Go through the book. And uh, you'll find it is so incredibly encouraging, actually, because it filters out. It pushes aside all the clutter in life. You know, he goes through this book and he says, you know, everything is vanity. Everything is in vain or everything is meaningless. He doesn't mean life is meaningless. And at the end of the book, he's concluded it's not meaningless. He gives you a, a meaning. But it begins and he says this thing. I have seen everything that is done under the sun and behold, all is vanity a striving after the wind. I love that phrase there, a striving after the wind. Do you ever feel like in life that you are striving after the wind? Um, it's funny. I think it's kind of meant to be funny, but it's a great analogy because you can't catch the wind. I mean, have have you tried that? There's a comedian who talks about a guy who went crazy trying to get a close up picture of the horizon. You Can't do it. Uh, in the same way you can't catch the wind. Uh, and sometimes life feels that way, that you're just striving after the wind and you're working so hard to do something that just can't happen. Um, this is another reason that ultimately we trust in God, you know, and this is another reason where when we're thinking about what life actually means, the things that come uh, to us in this life, we, we learn something, that there are things that are outside of our control, And the things that are outside of our control, the way we should take a look at it, is to realize that God is in control of those things. See, the writer of Ecclesiastes, who I believe is probably Solomon, uh, he concludes the book this way. He says, now all has been heard, and here's the conclusion of the matter. By now, he's gone through all these different things in life. He has tried to pursue happiness through... Relationships with people through sex, through probably drugs and libations and and drinking and whatever. He has tried to do it through success, through money, through power, all the different things that human beings do to try to pursue whatever it is in their life they think is the best thing to have, whatever they think is going to bring them meaning. And in each case, he finds himself discouraged. In each case, he finds that it doesn't really work. In each case, he finds out, gosh, all of this falls short. At one point he says something like, you know what, I got all this riches and all this stuff and the only thing that's going to come of it is I'm going to have to die and leave it to my kid who's going to sell it on eBay. And uh, I think that's what the Hebrew says is eBay. He concludes the book this way in such a great way. He says, now all has been heard. Here's the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the duty of all mankind. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. Boom. End of book. And when you've gone through that book and you've you've studied it and you realize that ultimately the meaning of life has everything to do with our relationship with God. The meaning of life has everything to do with those things. It really does help you trust. Maybe you're going through something that's very hard. Maybe the wind blowing reminds you of a difficult time in your life. Maybe the wind blowing makes you think of a time that you wish wasn't part of your life, or maybe it reminds you that things are confusing right now, that you don't really know where things are. It's all kinds of different things that the wind might, uh, might be teaching you in life or that bring to mind. One of the best ways to deal with it and to walk through life is to understand this thing. That at the end of the day, your relationship with God is what matters. That at the end of the day, God is going to bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it's good or evil, and uh, that the duty of mankind, all of us, is to fear God and keep His commandments. That's pretty good. That's a pretty simple way to live your life. Uh, 888 528 2557 if you want to join our conversation. This is Southern California Live. And we're talking about the wind today. Has the wind affected you? The crazy wind that we're dealing with here in Southern California. I think it's moving down into San Diego. It's coming. Uh, if it's not there yet, kind of moving down the coast from uh, Ventura, the Santa Ana winds down to L.A., Orange, and then San Diego. So it'll head your way. Um, how has it affected your life? Have the winds of change affected you somehow, or are they affecting you you right now? 888-528-2557. Um, I think that sometimes when we see the winds, we've gone through a lot of change just in the world in the past few years. We're not the same world that we were 10 years ago was it 2022? When you think about 2012, there are so many things completely different today than they were in 2012. Uh, that's how fast the world changes. And at the end of the day, God is the one doing it. I think that, uh, that's something that I think about. When it's windy and I'm driving you know, mostly I think about not getting hit by debris or uh, being blown into a truck or having some truck blow over on me. I think about that. And I do, I change lanes. I try to get away, you know, from, from that kind of thing. But otherwise, when I'm introspective, I definitely think that the wind reminds me that God is at work. And you never know. You never know when your whole life is going to get uprooted and changed. And the thing is, is that if God If you trust the Lord for those things, he's going to work it out for the good, whether that means things get easier for a time or harder for a time. That's what happens with change. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we will take your calls and we'll talk about uh, more of the wind. I'll talk about a time when, uh, gosh, you know, maybe you've seen stuff like this. You can share the story. But I was was sitting in a Starbucks and there's a funny thing because the wind was doing something crazy outside and I had been uh, borrowing a friend's Corvette. And it's a long story. I'll tell you about that when we get back. 888-528-2557. If you want to join our conversation, tell us your story about the wind. 888-528-2557. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Wednesday edition of Southern California Live continues.
2: This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now
1: in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back everybody. Southern California Live, windy Southern California Live. Santa Ana winds going on. Uh, how has that affected you? Anything uh, that has happened to you? Hopefully you haven't been struck by any flying umbrellas or ladders or whatever else might be going through the air. I was uh I'm amazed actually. I was walking my dogs around last night. You can call and share your story 888-528-2557. We've also been asking how have the winds of change affected your life to get deeper with this right whenever there is wind i always think about things that are creating a lot of change and uh, we have this phrase the wind of winds of change it can really um i think that it causes us to be introspective and i think it's because often you know uh there's all kinds of analogies of course but even biblically speaking there is a lot about the lord's movement that happens in wind in the in the old testament and in the new testament um, you have the wind of the Lord in the book of Numbers uh, sprang up and it brought the quail from the sea and uh, brought them, you know, to the Israelites camp. You've got the wind appearing at Pentecost as uh, the Holy Spirit was uh, uh, brought in and the um, and the church began. And you see wind in that context. And uh, you also see wind in the context of... of It can push and blow your your thinking in all kinds of ways. Anyway, I was, it creates a lot of havoc also. And one of the biggest windstorms I've ever been in, a friend of ours moved across the country and they own two Corvettes, nice, nice Corvettes. And they drove one across the country with them, but they left the other one with us and they were going to fly back and drive it back whenever they got a chance. I would have volunteered by the way to drive that across the country. So for a couple of weeks I had this Corvette. And whenever I was driving it, it was really nerve-wracking. I enjoyed it. I loved it. I had a great time with it. And uh you gotta be careful in that car, you spin up. Well, they wanted me to drive it because they just wanted to make sure that things kept flowing in it, that it didn't just sit. So I did. And I often will work out of a coffee shop or somewhere. So I'm in this this Starbucks and I'm nervous with this car all the time, because it's it's not mine fancy car. And I'm looking out the window, and it's kind of windy outside, and I see two things going on. The first thing I see is trees falling down in this crazy windstorm, and it was going all over the place. And I started to think, i got to get this car out of here. I don't know. I couldn't put it in my garage. I couldn't put it uh, anywhere really safe. What do I, Where do I park this thing where maybe it's not going to get hit? And I thought, well, the trees are down now. Maybe uh, nothing's going to happen. And then all of a sudden there was a guy, one of those uh, guys who tosses the signs up in the air and they're, you know, they're advertising, you know, to get an oil change or whatever. This guy is standing on the corner or on the, it's not really on the corner. He's standing on the sidewalk next to my car where the car is parked, tossing this big, huge sign in the air, you know, as they do. And, you know, some of those sign guys doing that, they're pretty uh, skilled. I mean, I've seen some amazing, you know, juggling acts with uh, people with those sign, those sign twirler guys. This guy was not good at his job, and he kept dropping it. And one time, I would say it landed uh, a foot away from the hood of that car. And I packed up everything in that Starbucks, and I ran outside, got in it, drove that car back to my house, and then drove my Corolla back to the Starbucks to finish my day. And uh, that's about all I could handle of it. You never know what's going to happen in the wind. if you want to join our conversation. How is the wind affecting you today? Or maybe, to get more philosophical about it, how has the winds of change affected you uh, in your life? What has God done? 888-528-2557. Bill in Simi Valley, welcome to Southern California Live. Is it windy in Simi Valley today, Bill?
4: Oh, yes. Last night it was... uh... Very very windy, blowing things around, and I was like thinking somebody was out in front, and it wasn't.
1: Yeah, it was just,
4: uh, or
1: they were out in front, and it blew you, blew them to the next house.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The winds of change have really uh, made me think, as you were talking earlier about uh, things in, and situations that can change our life and our, our ability to do things. Yeah, and uh, I've had uh, for the last couple of years. I've had situations where I was going to go for a neck surgery, and uh, it, I ended up going to the doctor, and they put me through a stress test, and they I wouldn't I didn't pass the stress test, mm. so they, they do an angiogram up into my body and say, "Well, you're not going to have a." a neck surgery, you're going to have a quadruple bypass. Uh And I I said, really? He said, "Uh, yeah, because you won't make it through the the surgery for your uh, neck. You've got uh, your arteries in your heart are 50 to 80% blocked, and uh, you won't last another six months if you don't have this done. Wow. So I thought, why is all this happening to me? And I was praying to the Lord and said, You know, it's, are you you not wanting me to move? I mean, I've been wanting to move for quite some time, but uh, this was the proper time for me. And, you know, you you second-guess yourself. You said, well, did I pray to ask God if he wanted me to move? Or maybe he doesn't want me to move, and that's why I'm being stuck here. Mm. You know, you never know. So I had gone through that. I got through it. Well, after I had my quadruple bypass, I had a uh, cataract surgery, which went wrong. Three times uh, they had to do the surgery because they didn't implant the uh, lens properly. Uh,
1: So, you know, it's one thing after. Yeah, sorry to hear that, but I understand that.
4: Well, the bypass didn't go well either. Uh, I was in the hospital for two months.
1: Oh, no. How long ago was this? How long ago was this?
4: Two years ago.
1: A couple. Of, was it the kind of bypass where they have to actually crack you open in the old way, or is it the kind of way where there's a guy playing a video game and he's in New Jersey, and they're just
4: <laughs> no, it was they uh, they gave me a zipper, and uh, because they had to go into the back of my heart as well to do the other ventricles,
0: uh.
4: to uh, cut two other circles down them around my belly button, and I I ask him, what are you doing, signing your name or what? You know, because I didn't have any idea why they were, you know, those other ones were uh, cut into me. So, uh, no, that that wasn't it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, you're um, you're still here, obviously, so how has God used that in your life?
4: Well, it seems to me uh, I'm under a lot of pressure. And I've gotten to the point where I thought I was going crazy because nothing was going right. Uh, Like, I've had to get a second opinion on my eye, and I'm going in for another surgery on the same eye to uh, clear that up from Jules Stein's. And uh, Mm. and then I have the next Mm. surgery after my brain surgeon, or the brain uh, specialist, releases me because I've got two carotid arteries in the top of my head that are blocked. And he says you can't have any surgery until those open up. And I said, "Oh, this is great. What what what's happening to my life?"
1: Yeah. He
4: was like, i went through a, you know, let's see how much you can put up with before you go stark crazy."
1: <laughs> no, no. well you've got this period of time like we were talking about where it's pretty foggy and uh you know you're not too sure what's going to happen uh but the All winds right. the winds are blowing and it'll it'll clear up uh eventually you you know the lord right yes yeah you go to church somewhere
4: yes i do yeah. down here in tumi valley
1: yeah well you know what bill how about i uh i pray for you and pray that these things uh wrap up so that you see where god is taking you
4: Oh, thank you. I was ever always wondering: is there a future for me? I'm 67 years old, and uh, it it seems like I look down the train tracks, and it's the bright light is the oncoming train. You know?
1: Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. And uh, well, let me pray. And I'll tell you what: there's definitely a future for you because the promise of God through Jesus Christ and your faith in Him is that you get everlasting life. And I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean that as the cheesy answer. You know, obviously, you want to recover and do more stuff, right? I'm not just trying to give you a Sunday school answer, but I know.
4: And there's been several times when I've been
1: to the deepest depression. This has
4: been quite a happening situation that I just say, God, take me home now.
1: Yeah. Well, all of that will also be a part of His you know his will. So let me let me pray for you and maybe what he wants you to do is learn to really uh lean on him and to trust him. You know there yes. there is something here that God is wanting to do with you. And in the back of your mind you can remember that your best days as a believer, our best days are always ahead of us. Uh, yes. That's the promise. Can I can I pray for you here?
4: Right. With our with our government, we all have to pray hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got plans for that, too. Uh, God, thank you for Bill. And, uh, you know, he's going through a time right now where he's got to trust you with his health and with questions about plans that he would rather have to, to move or to do something different. God, I pray that during this time that you would encourage him that he would be able to trust you, that you would let him cast his anxieties upon you, that you would relieve him of the depression that comes along with this time, that you would let him know that, hey, the winds of change are blowing, and uh, when things clear up, he's going to be in the center of God's will right where you would have him, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that he would trust that. I pray that these surgeries would all go well, that you would bring him healing, and that on the other side of this, you know, He would have maybe even new ministry, new things that you've called him to do, relationships with people that, that he's going to be able to minister to because of this difficult time. We know, Lord, that's how you do things, and I pray that you would give him uh, hope and trust in that and ultimately hope that no matter what happens, you will always be with him and he'll be with you. In you. Jesus' name, amen. Hey bill thanks Amen. for thanks for calling today and Sharon and uh all of that and windy days they make us think about this stuff doesn't it don't they?
4: Well, I'm always thinking about this
1: <laughs> yeah, all right I, bill I thank you. you Thank you so much for calling and uh, i've got to go to a break, but uh when we come back, i'll take your calls. We are talking about the wind, how the wind has affected you, maybe there's something in your life that. The winds of change uh, have have done some things, and you want to talk about what the Lord has done for you during that time. The number is eight 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 five two eight two five five seven triple eight five two eight two five five seven i'm Scott furrow. I will be back as the Wednesday edition of Southern California Live continues.
2: This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live, windy Southern California Live. We're talking about the wind and how it affects our life. And uh, maybe you've experienced the winds of change in your life and have seen the Lord do things or you're wondering what the Lord's doing. Well, I think all of us go through those things. I think about this stuff whenever it's windy. Maybe you do too. 888-528-2557. If you want to join our conversation, 888-528-2557. You can also send an email to SoCalLive at kkla.com. Patricia in Hermosa Beach, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Hi, Patricia. I'm
3: glad I can talk to you. Yeah, I'm glad I can talk to you. Um, okay, so I live in Hermosa Beach. Um, my I, uh, the, my desk, I guess you'd say, which is my poppy table, looks out uh, at, actually at the ocean. And uh, but there are hardly any trees around. Hmm. There's a couple of just a couple of them, but there are three beautiful big palm trees that I look at, um, and those and they're barely moving right now. Oh really? yeah, so that, that addresses the wind. We have no wind here today. It's just as calm as can be.
1: Huh.
3: Um, but what I wanted to say is when you talked about the wind, um, it kind of reminded me of when there have been times where I've opened my car door on a windy day and had a stack of papers yeah. sitting in my car and I opened the door and they just flew out the door and were all over the place. And I ran around trying to find, you know, trying to pick them all up and, um, managed to get a few of them. But that kind of symbolizes my life. My life has been chaotic, I'm mm-hmm. looking you know, t- t- chasing everything in my life, looking, going here and going there and trying to find something that was going to make me happy and, um, you know, give me joy. And it was just a bunch of papers flying through the air. Just that's kind of what my life has always has been like for many years. And then, uh, I mean, I guess I picked up the right piece of paper because uh, God came to me and um, and took me into his arms and, and saved me. And well,
1: how, how long ago story. was that, that you got saved?
3: Sorry. Oh, a while back. Okay. I don't even know the day. Yeah, it's but been a it while. Just, wow.
1: I think that's a great yeah. analogy, actually, is that, uh, and thank you for your call, Patricia, I appreciate that, um, you know, that that we can be just sort of blown around in chaos without the Lord. That's, uh, I think, the, a great example of what happens in our life when we're pursuing. And this is what the, the message is throughout the book of Ecclesiastes. James talks about this, that we're just tossed around, that if we don't land on something that is solid, like with the Lord, then, you know, we're going to be pursuing happiness and find out that everything that's temporal is fleeting. And it's never as good as we thought it was going to be, or it's only good for a, a temporary period of time. But when we we come to know the Lord, then we have something solid. We have our house built on the rock, which not only doesn't get destroyed by uh, the waves of the sea, but also the winds that would potentially blow it over if the foundation isn't any good on the beach. Uh, Good call. 888-528-2557. Isaac in Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott, how
5: are you doing?
1: I'm good, Isaac. How are you?
5: Well, um dealing with the winds of change. Okay. Like, I um I've been through quite a bit of things lately. Uh, but on the positive side the Lord blessed me with uh ten commercials.
1: Uh, for one I'm hey Isaac I think I lost you there. Hey Isaac I'll put you on hold we'll see if we still have you but uh we lost some connection there. Uh, we're talking about winds of change, and Isaac, I hope that things are uh, all right for you. 888-528-2557. You can also send an email to SoCal Live at kkla.com. Yolanda writes our email uh, address. She says that she lives in Orange County and was woken up last night by strange sounds downstairs, which turned out to be the wind. My house was making strange sounds. Like, we were new there, right? So we've, we've never experienced uh, all of this. And uh, it was kind of crazy, all of those uh, sounds going on. And uh, she's talking about the different things that go on. And it's funny that we're talking about winter in California. It's not quite winter. It's still fall. But, you know, winter is a different thing in in Southern California. It happens sometime in January for about a week, I think. And um, she is going through winds of change. She had a job for a long time that she says she... uh, a few years anyway that she walked away from and was earning great money, but felt like something was missing and and left. Got another job and uh, it's going okay, but she's reflecting and trying to understand life in that. And uh, I won't say your age, Yolanda, but you wrote it down there. But you're, you know, in the middle, right? And you know, I think that that happens to us, right? Is that particularly when we get to certain stages. You know, they used to call it the midlife crisis, right? You're in the middle of life. Of course, the midlife crisis used to be about 35 because you weren't going to live to be 70. Now the midlife crisis, you know, is around 50. You would try to, uh, you know, think about, you know, what the the next steps are and what they're going to be. And I think the wind helps us. Uh, it causes us to think about what's happening. And and again, you know, the answer is to let God direct your 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 steps. And uh, you wrote that, Yolanda. I Appreciate that. And live by faith, whatever's going on, God always wants you to live by faith, and as you make decisions to change a job or to move or to do different things, you know what does God require? He requires you to live by faith uh, that's what he wants you to do, and uh, you know sometimes God just wants you to make a decision if you're wondering what God wants you to do in your life, you made a decision you wanted to change jobs, you know you might be asking was that the right or the wrong decision? you know, I think as far as God's concerned, you know unless you're honestly disobedient and you know that God didn't want you to do that and you did it anyway, I don't know that there is a right or wrong decision. There is, what are you going to do with that decision? Are you going to be faithful with that decision? I think sometimes God wants us to simply make a decision and then trust him. Uh, some people get really bogged down in life where they feel like they can't really change, you know, they can't make a decision because they haven't got, you know, some kind of confirmation they're looking for from the Lord. And I think sometimes God just wants you to decide, You know, go here or go there, whichever way you go. I want you to make disciples. I want you to live by faith and uh, represent Christ. That's what he wants you to do wherever you go. Back to Isaac. Isaac, you're back with us?
5: Yes, I am. Sorry about that.
1: No worries. Go ahead, Isaac.
5: Okay, well, on the positive side, uh, uh, the Lord blessed me with ten commercials. I'm an actor, and um, I prayed a prayer last year that I thought was selfish. I said, Lord, will you please give me ten commercials? Yeah. And he gave me uh nine commercials in one video, but since then I've gotten uh two more commercials.
1: All right, so you're working, that's good.
5: Yeah, yeah, here and there, yeah. But uh but uh I um I got married a couple of years ago and uh felt so sure it was it was the Lord and I prayed I said, Lord, if this is not you, please don't let me uh uh get married because i had been prophesied to by two people and they described my wife to a t and um it seemed really great even though i saw some signs when we were going together that she had a, a very bad temper and i would uh just say horrible things to me but i i, I oh i i forgave her and we got married and now uh, i'm not perfect myself i made some mistakes i was a little bit too friendly with ladies and flirting, okay. but i never cheated on my wife and nothing like that and uh, uh she has a beautiful home i didn't move in for a year after uh we got married because i um my, my business is here in la yeah i finally we... moved i finally moved in and it was okay but she was she would have these fits and she would say the most horrible things about me uh uh-huh. and um and uh, so finally, I just couldn't take it any longer. I said, you know, I, I have to move. I have to leave. She said, well, I don't want you to move. I said, and I don't want to move, but I, I love you, and, but I, I can't take the abuse. And um, she uh, even one time called, she was cleaning her gun. Uh, and for no oh. reason, we went up. She just pointed her gun at me. She, she called, she said, well, there are no bullets, I said, but you don't point guns at me. No, you
1: don't. People. Hey, Isaac, I'm running out of time here. So uh, where does it stand now?
5: Okay, her, my mother-in-law, whom I love very much, she passed away last week. My wife didn't even bother to call me to tell me, and it really hurt. And now oh, Christmas is coming up, so my family loves her. And um, she's thinking about coming to Chicago uh, to, to be with my family. And I don't know if she, she wants me to go with her. She won't even talk to me. I haven't talked yeah. to her about seven months, so hey, I don't know.
1: You're still married?
5: Yeah, yeah. well, she's got, got a court date for December for her to annul the
1: marriage. Okay. Uh, Isaac, I, I'm almost out of time here. Uh, do you go to church somewhere? West
5: Angeles, yes. Yeah.
1: All right. Have you told your pastor about this or somebody uh, at your church? I one of
5: my counselors.
1: All right. You go talk to those people, and, um, you know, there's an awful lot going on here, obviously, uh, in your life there. But, you know, sometimes God is not speaking to people who are sort of telling you that they're prophets. He's speaking through the facts on the ground and what actually is happening. Uh, God's God's voice will always be true. And if somebody's telling you that they're speaking the Lord's word and what they're saying is it turns out not to be true, don't listen to those people. They don't know what they're talking about. So talk to somebody at your counselor or whoever. Make some wise decisions and make sure that you, you know, what you should do is James chapter 1 tells you to pray and ask God for wisdom. Do that, okay? You need to do that. Uh, thanks for calling uh, Isaac. Um, I got like 10 seconds, Susan, Newport Beach. Welcome to Southern California Live.
3: Yes, hi. Um, I'm a retired teacher, and when it was windy, the children um, were very unfocused. It took a lot of extra energy to keep them working um, because the molecules in the wind beat against their heads and just create a lot of hyperactivity. Um, Rain calms them down, but wind really stirs them up and makes them very excited, um, it's it's it. Wind affects your emotional and mental state so much it more does. than people you know what,
1: realize. Susan, I'm about out of time, but I appreciate that point. Wind does some does some stuff to us. I think that's why we think about these things. All right, it's a windy day, and uh, I hope though that uh, it causes you to trust the Lord more. When we come back from hour two, we'll talk about uh, a Florida man who made an announcement yesterday, and uh, we'll get into that. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Wednesday edition continues